Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. of things that have troubled me uh, over the last several days, including a, a, a national poll which asked Canadians, would you be in favor of a pipeline if um, uh, money was, or cap- would you be in favor of carbon tax, would you support a carbon tax if at the same time a pipeline uh, were being built to deliver Canadian oil and gas to international markets? Why do the two have to be connected. There's no reason. We need the pipelines in order to get Canadian oil to international markets and help the Canadian economy. The carbon tax is something to discuss separately. All right, you heard the Premier. I've got a lot more things to say and offer to you, but I'm going to take calls at 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. And again, my question was on Thursday, my tweet Civil disobedience toward pipeline construction in Canada. Where are the protesters while Saudi oil is being pumped off tankers in Montreal? I'd like to ask Denny Kader that question, but he's not talking, to me anyway. I'd like to ask the Prime Minister. I'd like to ask Philip Couillard. I'd like to ask Premier Wynne a lot of questions as well. Scotty's in Port Perry, Ontario. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Roy, great to talk to you. Listen for years. First time I've got a chance to talk to you. I just want to thank you, thank you for, for all calling, your sir. info for the years. Thank you, sir. You know, I was just talking to uh, your screener, so I got to hear the uh, premier from Saskatchewan. And just before that, I was saying to the screener, is there no leaders left? Uh, I'm showing my age here. And there I got to hear the guy from Saskatchewan. I'm like, oh, my God, a little bit of faith. I just dropped my grandkids off. I'm driving home listening to you, and all I'm thinking is my poor little kids, they don't have a future. Well, I, don't I, wanna, just, I don't want to scare you, Scotty. I'm just trying to uh, deal with what's going on. Before that, my man, I cannot believe the people we elect, you know, they're all laughing at the states. And I'm like, you know, before you're laughing about what's going on down there, you better take a look what's happening here. I cannot believe 80% since 2004, and everybody just sits on their hands and not say a word. I just want to thank you for hopefully bringing this to the public, and people will start demanding that our governments do something and do the right thing. Do you want to? I mean, there there are little, there are small indicators. There are indicators which happen, and you have to pay attention to them. There was a story in the winter of 2013, 2014, which is a particularly cold winter, that in Bruce Gray County, Ontario. The United Way had concerns that there would be potentially would be deaths related to people not having sufficient funds to pay for their heating requirements. Remember the story well, my brother. Doesn't that yeah. scare you? I'm boggling. And now we're going to have a carbon tax. And as Premier Wall said, he asked the Prime Minister, have you done an economic impact assessment? Nope. We just know it's going to work. Well, unbelievable. Thank you, Scotty. Appreciate your call, sir. 
888-225-8255-416-870-6400. Vivian Krauss in the Financial Post wrote about the attacks on the uh, Alberta oil sands. Like most protests, the one against oil tankers, now this was in in, in Vancouver, as the look and feel of a Canadian grassroots movement, the campaign against Alberta's oil sands also seemed to rise out of the people. But the interesting thing is that there are very few roots under that grass. Money comes in from a small core of U.S. charitable groups. One of those groups, the U.S. Tides Foundation of California, paid at least uh, millions to at least 36 campaign organizations. And then she lists them later on in the article. At least $6 million comes from a single foreign charity. The Tides U.S. campaign against Alberta oil is a campaign against one of Canada's most important industries. It's fair for Canadians to inquire about who's funding this campaign and why. The trouble is nobody knows. Nobody knows. Diane is in Calgary. Hi, Diane. Thank you for your Hi. call. Um, just a couple of comments here with regards to the last 30 minutes here. Our Prime Minister went to China and spoke with their leader about human rights. He's marched in the gay pride parades and was very proud. But doesn't it make him hypocritical when he accepts oil from Saudi, who has the highest uh, inhuman rights, and slaughters gays in a very torturous math uh mathematic uh, way of doing it. Diane, the human rights rights abuses in Saudi Arabia are numerous, they've been going on forever, and the oil has masked the problem for most Western nations. Now we have discovered our own oil sources, but for some reason, and you're going to have to explain to me why, I have my ideas, we're still taking the Saudi oil, We're we're not demonstrating in Montreal Harbor, but we're calling for civil disobedience for any pipelines, for any Canadian pipelines. Okay, so my question, my comment is with regards to the uh, Montreal, or Quebec, sorry, that they are preventing the pipeline, and yet they get uh, the majority of the transfer payments from Ontario and Alberta, uh, and probably all the other provinces, but they get the majority, and they don't even consider themselves Canadians. Well, they do. They they do. But I thank you for the call, Diane. Thanks so much. Mark is in Barry, Ontario. Mark, go ahead with your thoughts, please. Hello, Roy. Thank you very much for taking my yes, call. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned about uh, the little uh, comment that our so-called leader made about a post-nationalist state. Uh, he basically outed himself right there that he's not patriotic Canadian. He's not working for Canada. He's working to take Canada away from us. He works, this is really what it boils down to. Who does he work for? He doesn't work for us anymore. If you really look, our governments have sold us out to the UN. Now, you said you have, uh, nobody knows who's pushing these. No, I'm quoting the, I'm quoting the Financial Post article. Okay, we do know who it is. It's the globalist. It's the UN uh, mandate or, sorry, Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030, as they call it now. If you look deep into that, you'll know exactly what's going on. They even mention their tactics grassroots tactics, uh, funding it from these organizations, these arm-length organizations that basically work for the U.N. Well, let me read you well, a little more. Let me, let me finish one second. Let one me read question. you a little. Let I me just read question. your... Mark, let me read you a little more okay. from from this uh, 
from this article that Vivian Krauss wrote in the Financial Post. But Tides is not alone. U.S. tax returns and public records show that the Tides U.S. and charities based in California and New York have granted 15 million U.S. since 2003, specifically for campaigns against Alberta's oil, against oil tanker traffic and pipelines through British Columbia. The purpose for these grants are clearly outlined in the filings. For example, Tides U.S. received $700,000 in 2009 from the Oak Foundation of San Francisco to, quote, raise the visibility of the tar sands issue and slow the expansion of tar sands production by stopping new infrastructure development. It's pretty clear. Okay, I have a question to pose you. Okay, uh, you do know about, obviously, like everybody, this push for a new world government, um, you know, the globalist movement. Yeah, I've, yeah. Okay, yeah, one I've, question that they never seem to talk about or ask or whatever is what type of government? A I don't know. A government? I oh, don't do know. know. Mark, oh, you I, do know. It can't be anything but a totalitarian government. I don't Appointed know where we're going. Mark, Mark, Mark I don't know where we're going. I thank you for the call. don't know where we're going. I do know the Prime Minister has committed $2.6 billion of Canadian taxpayers' money to the United Nations climate bureaucrats. There's a whole, so much information I have to share with you, and I can't do it all here. I can't, but we'll do it over over time. You may just just have a, just Google this. Uh, when oil is landlocked, so is prosperity. Just Google those words. When oil is landlocked, so is prosperity. Google that. And the Prime Minister telling Brad Wall, the Premier of Saskatchewan, in a phone call, that he's announced the national carbon tax, but he has no economic impact assessment done. Wow. That's like the kids saying to the parents, look, uh, we're announcing that you're going to be providing us with 1000 or 1500 or $2,000 a month, but we haven't bothered to figure out what it's going to do to our family budget. And that's why the Premier said, under those circumstances, it's not a country. And what did the Prime Minister say? Canada's a post-nation state. Is it all coming together for you? Ding, 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 ding. I know I'm just an alarmist. I'm just an alarmist. When we come back, we're going to talk about that DDoS, the distributed denial of service that hit North America, also hit parts of Europe, and uh, what may be in store. And we're going to be speaking with Victor Beitner, the founder and CEO of CybersecurityCanada.com. According to the, uh, the group that is claiming credit for this, there's a lot worse yet to come. Stick around.